You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots, to the Patriot Cause. This is the Gunny, and I have an exciting, exciting guest that I, I don't really get too spun up with all that emotional stuff because, you know, I'm a jarhead. I'm a Marine. But in this case, I'm excited about the person, the great Patriot, and what I would call an individual that is not going to comply with all the stuff that's going on because he's telling us he won't. His name is Blind Joe, and he is on the podcast today, and it's just a absolute blessing for all of us to be able to see live Joe here and explain to us, you know, what's in his heart? How did he come up with this, this great song? Which, by the way, if you haven't heard some of his other ones, you should, because I have, and I think he's, he's awesome. And, of course, I wish him the best. So without further ado, welcome to the Patriot Cause, Blind Joe. Oh, but thank you so much for having me, brother. I really appreciate it. And first and foremost, man, thank you for your service and everything you've done for our country. Brother. It's, I appreciate uh, it's, that. We appreciate that, brother, no doubt. Absolutely. So, well, thank you again for having me on, man. This, uh, this is, uh, this is really great. You know, uh, since the release of I will not comply, I've, I've had the pleasure of being on a number of these, uh, Patriot, uh, oriented podcasts. And I'll be honest cool. with you, man, I, re I really didn't even know they were out there. And, oh, yeah. uh, and that's sad. You know, that makes me so sad. And now that I do, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad to be on them because, um, I, I, I tell you before all this stuff came to, came to pass with the song i felt pretty alone a lot of the time in uh sure. in some of my thoughts and the way i was thinking so man great to be here and, and thanks for having me but awesome so everybody has a story yeah you know, what whatever it is i always talk about you know my story growing up in louisiana dirt poor family of you know seven kids and mm -hmm. you know, mom and dad living in a old rickety shacks and stuff like that and that's part of the reason that, you know, I joined the Marine Corps because I wanted to have a better life. So, so that's kind of, you know, where I come from, a Cajun in heart. I live in Alabama, but I still miss, you know, living in Louisiana. But so tell us some, some you know, something about you and, you know, where are you from and, you know, what is driving you to be this great patriot that you, that you turned into? For sure, man. Well, um, you know, life for me, I, I was born uh, in North Dakota, in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, I was oh, born, wow. Yeah, I was born three months premature. And mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, that's the reason for my blindness. I have what's called retinopathy of prematurity. Uh, basically, oh. what happened was uh, I was born at six months and the doctors told my parents there was a 98% chance I was not going to make it. And if I did make it, I would be severely multi-handicapped. You know, you have to remember this is back in the 80s and we didn't have all the crazy medical technology and stuff we have today. And uh, so my parents were pretty much prepared for the worst. And uh, 
remarkably, I ended up uh, coming through with really blindness being uh, my only physical uh, disability. That's awesome, man. My wife would probably tell you I have a couple of mental disabilities as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think think we all do, you know. Right, right. The the skeleton's in the closet, right? (laughs) Right, especially in these crazy times, man. I think we've all had a breakdown or two over the past couple of years. But uh, but no, man. So so as a young, young kid, you know, at the age of two or three, I really started getting into music because of my grandpa. Uh, he was awesome. an accordion player and, and played in a bunch of bands around North Dakota and Minnesota. And uh, he was also really good at drinking and praying. So uh, I learned uh, <laughs> I learned all that at, uh, at a really, you know, a young age, of course, aside from the drinking alcohol part of it, but but that came uh, that came later and and so music has really always been my uh my therapy you know my escape uh and and um i started off on country with like merle haggard and hank williams and oh yeah uh, travis tritt stuff like that and then you know uh my, my grandpa how he got me started was he took like a twenty dollar sears and roebuck guitar there you go there, that's showing my age right there <laughs> there, you go. there you go absolutely but uh took a guitar and he uh it was like a little like a, a child size guitar and he tuned the strings to a, a dobro or a resonator guitar tuning which is just an open chord mm-hmm. and put mailbox letters on a piece of metal and put them on the neck of the guitar so that i could feel with my thumb as i slid the bar up and down the neck so that's oh, how nice I, yeah it was really really innovative he was he was kind of a jack of all trades master of none in that respect and so he was always doing cool stuff like that. And, and uh, so I learned with him and, and played with him. You know, we'd, we'd sit down in, in my parents' basement and rock out to Jim Croce and Hank Williams and all that old school stuff that he liked to pound out honky tonk music. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so that's where that comes from. And then as I got older, I got into more rock and roll. Like one of my favorite bands is Pantera. And, you know, I love Guns N' yep, Roses yep. Yo, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So I taught myself, uh, how to play with my fingers rather than with a bar. Cause you know, I wanted to be, wanted to be cool, you know? And uh, so I started doing that and, and I kind of picked up some other instruments along the way. I played trumpet for a long time in school and, and uh, I've always loved to sing. So I was always trying to impress the girls with my, my singing chops, you know, just, Justin Timberlake was the big thing back when I was going to high school. And so, you know, oh, wow. you yep. could, uh, you could sing a good rendition of uh, God must have spent a little more time on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All you needed. All you needed. <laughs> All you needed. So, uh, and you, were, so- you, were, you, were, you were talking about music. And, you know, music is the one thing. It doesn't matter your age. It, it's the one thing that connects everybody. Yeah. And I think it's neat is because the same thing. My, my great-grandfather, before he passed away in 2006, he actually – like some of the the rock and roll music and you know he was born 1915 yeah so it you know it resonates it's it's not a you know music is is it's not a divider no it's It's important i think it's a uniter you know to understand that music is a universal language you know absolutely and if you don't believe that or if you think well that's a really weird statement to make just picture this uh picture a a stadium theater whatever full of people you know five to fifty thousand it doesn't even matter it could be five people and you turn on a happy song you know immediately 
just because of that beat and those notes and that what that music is doing, people are more inclined to get up, you know, dance or move around or the talking, the mood, the whole mood can become happier just with a song. And, and uh, it's so easy to forget that a really, really cool thing that you can do if you never want to watch television again, the, the same way is pay attention to the music and television and how it guides you along. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And music, you know, like you talk about going to the soul, and I always relate it this way. And I tell people, let me tell you how important music is. Why do they play awesome music during the reception after the wedding? Because, yep. you know, they go get married. They say, I do. They're all sweating and everything, you know, and then they go in and eat. And then they come out and they all of a sudden the music starts and everybody, you know, forgets about what they just did, what right. they just said, right? Exactly. And, and exactly. It's like, oh, well, I may have screwed up. I don't care. I'm going to listen to music right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. And, it, and that's, 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 it's so wonderful, man. That's why I think music is so great is because it transcends every barrier that not just, you know, today with the media and the corporations and everything they're trying to do, but everything in general, it, it breaks down those walls and just lets people be people at their, at their best, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Whether and it's a country concert or a jazz ensemble or a heavy metal show where you're in the pit getting crazy. I mean, it's all therapeutic and, and so wonderful. Absolutely. Well, the, the, what, what, the, what you're bringing to America and the world for, for that matter, is what all music has brought since the, what I call the dawn of time. It's feelings, it's things that are within your, your thought processes, and you want to release that. You want to get it out there. So listening to, you know, I Will Not Comply song, what that was telling me was, it, you're like me. It's just like, I don't want to have all this tyranny and stuff coming down on me or, you know, telling me, you know, I got to get a shot or I got to oh, yeah. wear a blanket on my face or whatever, you know? So <laughs> what you're doing is, is awesome. You're, you're using a mode of communication to be able to show your feelings. So if you don't mind, yeah, and how did you get to that point where you were, where, where you're saying, okay, you know what? I want to, I want to actually voice my opinion about what's going on. Well, I'll tell you, um, I, uh, I had been on Facebook for quite a while and, uh, this is probably two years ago now when everything kind of popped off in, in March of 2020 and I had gone on and just was kind of doing what everybody else was doing, you know, feeling everything out. And I thought, you know, there's, there's something going on here. I don't know what it is, but when I come home and the first thing that's on the news is there's a virus and the Second thing that I see on the news is Bill Gates is retiring from Microsoft to promote philanthropy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Give me yeah. a fucking break, right? Yeah. And so connecting and the so, dots, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so so when I saw that, I thought, okay, something, something is really up here. And so I looked into really what was going on worldwide, and that led me to the World Economic Forum. You don't know who yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. you know, you can, <laughs> and you can go to the World Economic Forum. And when I started posting about that and what I think might be thought might be going on, bam, man, my social profiles went down just boom. It was like I flipped a switch. I was getting like wow. 84 views per uh, live stream on Facebook and it went down to like 4000. Just just like that. And I was like, whoa, dude, OK, I'm on to something here. And uh, <laughs> and so I, at, around this time. 
um, is when Trump had started talking about Operation Warp Speed. Yeah. And I've had always had my reservations with Trump. Um, and, and so when he talked, when he said that, I thought, well, yeah, okay. So that proves to me that he's part of the big machine and we're, we're headed toward vaccination. And I don't agree with that at all for anything. Sure. And Absolutely. If you want, don't get me wrong now. If you want to go get a vaccine, that's your choice. And that's perfectly fine. You'll never, it, ever yeah. hear me say, oh my God, you got vaccinated. What's wrong with you? It, it's totally your, your choice. I don't care. And, uh, and so I, uh, I wrote this song, I Will Not Comply, because I, th- I, I was just so angry. I thought, you know, here he's doing all this good stuff for human trafficking and saving our mm-hmm. oceans and stuff that no one talks about. And now yeah. he's going to just go big and just be like, no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm with the pharmaceuticals, guys. Sorry. It's, I, should, I yeah. should have expected it because Trump is big business, but I, really, I was really hoping that he wouldn't. Well, he did. And yep, so that was... Did. That was the straw for me. And I sat okay. down and wrote, wrote that song within five minutes, man. It just came out. And uh, and I put it up on yeah, and I put it up on YouTube. And man, the hate that I got for that song was incredible. And people were just like, I can't believe you would say this stuff. Here we're going through this, and you're you're oh my gosh. And it was just it was incredible. And so that made me even more mad. And so I called up a news station that I'm friend friendly with in North Dakota. And I said, hey, will you put me on the air? Let me play this song. I said, this is just, it's important to me. And I think people need to hear it. And they did. And, and kudos to them for doing that because Facebook yeah. took it right away. Yeah. But uh, my, my friends at North Dakota today, they were incredible. And, uh, and that generated more hate and people just weren't ready. It just wasn't the time, you know? And so I, uh, I left it alone after that. And I thought, well, if, I, if this stuff still continues over the summer, because I do a summer t- tour every year and then I kind of base things on how our fall is going to go. Am I going to record or what are we going to do? You know? And so when the summer tour came to an end, we had the money to record a couple of tunes uh-huh. and I immediately told Leanne, I said, honey, I know it hasn't. I mean, it's been at a thousand views. The acoustic version I put up on YouTube, it's been at a thousand views for like eight months, but this song is important to me. And I need to put a band behind it and do what I can to try to get this message out there because I think it's really important. She was like, Hey, you, you do what you do. This music is yours. You know that I'm not going to say anything either way. Go, go get it done. So I go into the studio and literally, man, I, I get into the studio and I'm singing the song, tracking the vocals. That's what we call it. When you're singing, singing your song, I'm tracking the vocals and I turn on my phone and I go to the video to see how the views are doing. And it starts skyrocketing literally, yeah. man, as I'm in the studio, I keep in mind, <laughs> this is no promotion. This is yeah. nothing. dude. I hadn't said a word. Nobody even knew I was recording the song. And it nice. just started getting like 10,000 views a day. Yep. Just boom. And I'm going, what? the hell is this you know like holy crap and all i could think was this this is jesus like this is this has to be man brother has to be jesus and so i'm just losing it like i'm freaking out telling my wife oh my gosh this is so crazy and so we get it recorded and i get it out and i get the official audio out and i get the video out my first music video i was so pumped up about it we put it out on youtube and literally dude i got 126,000 views in one day and they, it, yeah. And now I have two strikes on my account. And if I upload it again, they'll delete my entire Google account. Awesome. Period. Well, 
So I, that's I found it. I found it on YouTube. Yeah, that's where I found it. So it's there. The thing, you know, here's the thing that gets me is the video was deleted for medical misinformation. It's a video of me sitting there <laughs> singing the song. Right. I know the audio. You're not talking about the virus. You're not talking about the no, shot. You're not talking no. about any of that stuff. You're not talking no, the, about you know the vaccine the or nothing. You're just going. I'm not. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Now the audio version is yeah. still up on YouTube. Oh wow. They haven't yeah. taken it down. They haven't touched it. I haven't gotten a strike for it. Nothing. It has over a hundred thousand views. I probably will now because I'm talking about it. But you know. <laughs> But that's what that's what just boggles my mind, dude. It's like, you know, you can say whatever you want about this being medical misinformation or blah, blah, blah. We all know that that is a bunch of horse crap. There's no medical misinformation in what I'm saying at all. I'm simply saying, quit trying to take me to task because I don't want to wear a mask or take a vaccine that could maybe make me die. There's no untruth in that. At all. No, nothing. And just so you know, it is still the video is still on YouTube. It's under. It, 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 this one is November 10th of 2021, and it has 11,861 views. Now, the the account is, I mean, it's it's got your website and all that, but mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out who, who it says Blind Joe Freedom. Oh, that is so, me. That's me. That's yeah. me. So that's me somebody, because, it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah, that that is another account that I created. I can't believe they left that up. I created it for Google and then I taunted them with it. And, uh, yeah. so, uh, cause they did, they took a couple other accounts I had down. Um, wow. I can't believe that's up. Well, great. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Still rolling, man. Good. Uh, good. Look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to continue the conversation specifically about, you know, what do you see your future? You know, you're talking about your heart, what you believe in America. How do you see Blind Joe continuing? What is your goals? You know, where do you want to go in life? What can we tell others uh, that have, you know, either disabilities or just don't, you know, are afraid to kind of get off the bench? Which, by the way, there's a lot of people that don't have disabilities. They have great talent, but they just don't want to get off the bench. So when we get back, when we get back, we'll talk. We'll talk uh, a lot more about that. And then go more into uh, to that song. And if you don't mind, I'm going to play that song during the break. And when we come back, people will have heard that song on the yeah. podcast. If it's okay with you. That'd be great, man. Here it is. A little I will not comply for you. Yeah. All right. All right, brother. We will be right back. Trying to take me to task Cause I don't want to wear a mask Or take a vaccine that could maybe make me die They got no scientific evidence To back that crap up All they do is feed us lie after lie That's why I will not comply Now since back last March I've had an achy, breaky heart Like old Billy Ray Cyrus Catching a case of the blues from the news around this damn coronavirus. Now they're telling us we gotta keep our chin divers up, even if we got the shot in the arm. But nobody's talking about exercise or eating food that's fresh grown from the farm. That's why I 
trying to take me to task Cause I don't wanna wear a mask Or take a vaccine that could maybe make me die They got no scientific evidence to back that crap up All they do is feed us lie after lie That's why I will not comply Welcome back, Patriots. You are back on the Patriot Cause, and you are listening to a young talent that's coming up that I absolutely was floored with his talent and his abilities. What makes it more important is he is speaking for all of Americans and all the people in this world that do not want to comply with the tyranny that's coming down. He's not trying to make people do anything. He's just letting people know that, hey, this is not right. And we need to make sure that we're paying attention to what's going on. And blind Joe is here with us. And it's just an amazing individual from listening to what he has to say. I know inside of him, he has a true Patriot heart without further ado. Welcome back blind Joe. Hey, thank you, man. I, I really do have a patriotic heart. And a lot of that comes from touring across this awesome country of ours for so long, man. You know, I, uh, I started, uh, <clears throat> professionally playing, you know, way back in like 02 or 03 in the honky tonks in Arkansas when I was going to school out there. And ever since probably 2010, I've been touring professionally and, and, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's no better country in the world as far as I'm concerned, man. I mean, I've been able to be successful as an entrepreneur and a musician, uh, with the help of my wife, of course, you know, doing the driving because blind people and driving really isn't a great combo, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> not yet, but, not yet. But, yeah, not yet. We may have self-driving cars before you know it. I've, I've been a, I've been an advocate of that, uh, much to oh. the chagrin of, of a lot of people that I know that, sure, think, sure. you know, I mean, and I understand that, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I get yep. it. But for blind people, it would be awesome. Um, but you know, it's, I, I can't think of a con another country in the world where we have the freedom, whether you think it's a kind of an illusion of freedom or not, whether we have the freedoms that we have, you know, I mean, having the ability to just roam free around the country, playing guitar and entertaining people, man. I mean, what a, what a great life. And, and, you know, it's wonderful music, loving America, loving people like you, and the people that are listening right now that enable me to do that. And uh, 
I mean, what, I really can't think of anything more that I could ask for as far as making a living is concerned. You know, it's, it's hard enough for a blind person to make a living in the world today. I think our, uh, I think our employment unemployment rate is, is at something like 80 or 90%. So to be able to do what I love and, and, and make a little bit of money doing it so I can support my family. is just a dream come true. And, and that's America, man. You know, that's, that's yeah, America. absolutely. So believe me, if I ever get to stand in front of a podium at the heritage foundation, I'm bringing you with me. Oh. I'm going to bring you up there because these people need to see a real American. And that's what you are. So you're talking about all the things, you know, the struggles that you went through in life. So yeah, at some point you had to make a determination to go, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to go do it. I'm going to stretch it out there. It's like you yeah. were talking about going in the studio and you're just thinking, well, it's just going to be a regular day. And the next thing you know, you know, people are going off, off the rails listening to you. Yeah. So, you know, how do you, how do, how do you reach down in you and become and do what you are doing and, and getting out there? How did you manage that? Well, at first, and I'll be real honest with you, because that's kind of the guy, the kind of guy. Oh, absolutely. At first, for me, it was alcohol and drugs that really got me uh, out of my shell enough to to not think that I didn't have anything to offer. Um, right. You know, and I wish it. Uh, I mean, I'm glad it turned out that way now, but and at the same time, I wish it hadn't. But but the big thing for me was alcohol and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I'm still fighting this stupid, uh, Omicron variant, but, what, uh, yeah, what, yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, it, uh, you know, I started drinking, um, really when I started playing music and, and it helps you kind of just loosen up and unwind and not worry about things. And I found that when I was drinking, um, I didn't worry so much about, Oh, I'm blind or, or what people think of me because I'm blind or that they may right. think I can't do that. Or, you know, all my insecurities were, it was just like a magic potion for me, man. And it was just gone. And so I was a really, really heavy drinker, got really, really bad in and out of treatment, in and out of rehab, the whole shebang, a damn near killed me uh, a few times. And, yeah. uh, and, and yet I, I kept going back to it, kept going back to it. And that's just something I can't explain. And it's something that now I'm, I'm sober now and I've been sober for uh, yep. almost three years. And I uh, think uh, I think I can explain it, Joe. Yeah. You see, dude, the thing about do. it is. You were created by a holy God. Mm -hmm. He had a plan and he is using you as a great example for all those people out there that are struggling and saying, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And you're telling these people you can, here I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm proof of it and what you're doing. Yeah, and this is kind of God the, put you on this path, you know, and you're doing great. And that's kind of the, the point that I wanted to come to with all that is, you know, um, especially if there's any younger viewers listening, I, yeah. I realize that especially with the music and the television and the movies oh, yeah. and everything, man, alcohol is everywhere. And I'm not going to sit here and demonize alcohol and say, you should never drink alcohol. I've had some great times drinking alcohol. Yep. Majority, of my, majority of my times have not been great, but that's because <laughs> I am not yep. a person who can have one drink of alcohol. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I do. When I drink, I drink. And if yep. you can have a beer and hang out with your buddies and, and, and call it good, Hey, more power to you, man. But yep. it's just not me, you know? So <clears throat> that's why yeah. I don't drink. Awesome. And, and uh, I think that we, 
we don't give alcohol the respect it yeah, deserves exactly, as far as exactly. how powerful and how controlling alcohol really, really is. Uh, yeah. Because it truly, truly can take control of every aspect of your life, soul included, and run you through the ringer to the point you wish you were dead. So, you know, oh, I, yeah. that's what I try to tell people just uh, if you don't think that you can stop, you should stop. But uh, wean yourself off and just take it easy. And, and uh, anybody can do it, man. Anybody can do it. If yeah. I can do it. I mean, I, I, I was up to, you know, a one, seven, five a day. If anybody oh, can ooh. do it, yeah, I, you know, if I can do it, anyone can do it is what I mean to say. So it's hard and getting over anything is hard. It doesn't matter if you're talking about drugs or alcohol or overeating or sure. scratching your butt too much, whatever it is. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. if, if you really want it. Yeah. Um, it's just like you? in the service and, you know, in the, in the military, it's, it's a natural thing for all, you know, I would say probably about 80% of the military drink, you know, mm-hmm. we may have, you know, what I consider about 15, 10 or 15% drinking problem per se, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, military people that like, you know, like you're saying, it, it, they just do it too much. Uh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, yeah. however you want to look at it, they're very healthy, right? Right. So right. And because see, they're and, healthy, and I, you know, they can keep drinking, you know? So. Yeah. And I completely get where you're coming from, man. I, I, my dad's, my dad's retired now, but he was a police officer for 37 years. And yeah, I mean, anybody who knows cops knows they drink and you know, my brother's yeah. a cop too. And so it's not, it's not that I, I think alcohol is this horrible thing from the devil and all this stuff. I mean, you know, if you yeah, can handle like anything it, else, yeah. moderation, moderation, just like anything That's else, it. you know, but if you, or to the point where you have been drinking for a long time and you feel that you don't have a way out of alcohol, I'm here to tell you from a firsthand perspective, you do, and you can yeah. do. Absolutely. And Jesus can help you. He helped me. Absolutely. All you, you, you got to do is ask. So now you're going to move forward, right? So, so yeah. you're, where, you're where you're at. And I know I you're thinking yeah. about, you're thinking about where you want to go. I know you are, because every, everybody is. Everybody does that. I do it almost every day. Going, I'm 58 years old, and I'm going. Am I going to keep working till I'm 70, or what am I going to do? Well, right. I'm going to do what I want to do. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Like the podcast, those kind of things. I'm not going to let the world say, "Well, you know, you're getting old. Someday you're going to have to go into the pasture, right?" So, Good what is you. where is Blind Joe going? Where are you going, man? Well, you know, man, I. Uh, for right now, um, I hear this past uh, couple of months when I released I Will Not Comply, um, I was able to record a couple other songs. And so I released one that I wrote uh, the day I stopped drinking called Glory of the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> now I've got another one I released at the beginning of the year called Light of Her Love, which is kind of an autobiographical uh, explanation of my drinking and drugging and craziness. And uh there's one more song too that I'm blanking on, but, uh, but anyways, I'm, I'm really interested in the production aspect of music. And so uh, I'm going to start kind of self-producing my own stuff. And so that'll take up a lot of my time. And then, you know, my goal is basically just to keep the, keep the touring going. I'm, I'm a road, get a road dog through and through. So we'll, uh, 
between a lot of rallies that we're doing, I, I've got a lot of big stuff coming up up north, Wisconsin and, and uh, Minnesota and that area. So be doing a lot of rallies and uh, a lot awesome. of touring come April. And, and of course, we'll do Sturgis, you know, it's the middle of this year, like we do every year. And uh, I'm just kind of going to keep it rolling, man. I, I've kind of over these past couple of years since I moved out to Nashville, I've kind of developed this schedule of playing the honky tonks here during the winter and then going up north to tour in the summer. We're actually planning on moving back up north because we've done what we came out here to do. So we'll do that um, here in, in a couple of months. And then uh, I'm hoping to have a lot more time to just have a home studio, produce my own music and just and just live life, man. Just, you know, keep playing my shows and uh, just having a good time, trying to trying the best that I can to write the best music possible and inspire people through uh, through damn fine music. Yeah. And you know, I was listening to people like me. I'm going did you, you, you and I never met. So I don't, know why, <laughs> I don't know how you started that song because you never met me. And if you uh, did meet me, you would write that song. Thank <laughs> that's, you. Thank that's, you. I mean, that's, the, that's how good it is. I, I, you know, listen, like I said, I'm 58. I mean, Merle Haggard and, you know, George Strait is my favorite of all time. I love, yes, you know, I love George Strait and I've, I've listened to all the different from one end to the other. Well, yeah. maybe not so much rap, but you know, <laughs> the other and and I just I always come back to country music. I'm talking, I'm not talking about the new, you know, fast yeah. pace, no. you know, yeah. I'm talking about real heartfelt, you know, my cow, my truck, you know, my dogs, right. you know, roaming through the pastures, you know, riding a horse, whatever, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. I think the reason that people kind of come back to country, I hear that a lot is, man, you know, I, I'm, I started to come back to country music now. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with, like you said, that realism, you know, as much as people don't realize it, you know, consciously, you listen to all that fake music for so long, with all the synthesizers and keyboards and auto-tune and craziness. <laughs> yeah. Not to say there's not a place for it, because there definitely is. But you come back to something that's country where we've got real guitars and a fiddle and a steel guitar and steel guitar is just such a beautiful, real sound. And people hear that and it's that warmth, you know, that beautiful, real musical warmth that you get and you just hear it and it just just caresses your ears. And oh, yeah. uh, the digital stuff today is so di it's just digital. It's got such a sharp frequency to it that. Um, I think that's why people end up coming back to this roots music that we make is because it's just so uh, it's American and it's real, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, that music you're talking about, it deadens your mind. It's just, it's, it's like, it's just noise, right? It's yeah, almost like there's nothing to it. It's just noise. And I found out that a lot of people that really like to listen to that, they have issues anyway, or yeah. like they're saying they're, they're, you know, they're drug people or whatever, but really, really they're, yeah. They're disconnected with the, you know, the, the process of communication in society. Truly. And so they'll, a lot of times they'll use that kind of music to just kind of keep them in their safe space. You've heard that yeah. one before, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> their safe space. So I have, yes. Yeah. What I would I like to know is, is, um, is what do you want to tell your, the people that are listening to you? What, if you had an opportunity and you stood in the crowd and you said, okay, I'm blind Joe. I'm going to ask, answer any question that you guys want to do. And then I'm going to tell you what I think, you know, what, what does blind Joe think? What do I think? I think yep. we all 
need to, whether you believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior or not, yep. I think we all are at a very uh, a time in our lives like no other time that we've been at. And I think that collective prayer and spiritualism is really the Amen. only way that we are going to get through this because <clears throat> as far as I can see it, the people that are against us, uh, they have a collective spiritualism. They pray to their God, whoever you want to call him, Lucifer, Satan, evil, right. whatever. Money, and, whatever it is. Yep. And the, the reality is whether you want to believe it or not, as far as I've seen it in my life, that evil is very real, just like the Holy Spirit yeah. is very real. Yes, so in yes, order sir. to combat that, their magic, their spells, their whatever you want to call it, collective prayer, I think, is definitely, definitely something that we all need to get behind, even if it's just, hey, God, I, I know I haven't prayed in a while, and this is going to be a five-second, you know, please help everybody out kind of prayer, whatever, man. I really, really strongly believe in it because it's helped me. And it's the reason that I'm able to do what I'm doing and, and be who I am today. So that's, that would be that's awesome, man. That right. yeah, that's that's exactly what I would say. There's there's one thing that I other thing that I know that I would also say is yes, we have our Lord, we have the power to pray and ask God to bring our nation back together. Because what God is actually doing, He's judging our nation because we have left Him. And it's throughout the Bible, it talks about judging nations immediately. God's doing judgment on this country. And we have to come back together. But we're also citizens and Americans, and we have a constitution. That constitution was written based upon those rights that God give us. So part of what I do is, other, you know, other than the podcast and praying and going to church and being part of that church family, I'm also part of convention of states check it out if you never heard of it talk to your wife and have her go look at it but the convention of states is an organization that we started back in 2013 and we're building a grassroots of people to go up and actually propose amendments to the constitution because there's three things that are missing that the, the fathers founding fathers forgot one there's no requirement in the constitution for the government to balance the budget that's why they don't do it Ah, Two, term limits. There's no term uh -huh. limits for all oh, these been, Dude, I've been barking up that right. tree for a while. And, <laughs> and number three, the Constitution gives the people the ability to reduce the size of the government because they're way out of their power, according to the yeah. Constitution. Oh, so I'm just asking you, check it out. Um, I will. Oh, the reason great. I, you know, the patriots that you know, we're, we're everywhere. We have four million followers now. That's so you awesome. Know, we're headed to 5 million. It's, it's, it's amazing. And we've passed the resolution to 15 states. We're doing really good this year. We need 34 states, and we're going to have a state constitution or state convention where we bring all the, you know, the people in from the states, and then we go over these amendments, just like because most people don't know that, that you can do that. They're I thinking the only, yeah, the only way the Constitution can be amended is by, by the idiots in dc right yeah nope we can do it ourselves and they're not even invited to the party <laughs> man they ain't even invited so i love it they know they, they can't even be there it's unlawful for them to even be there they don't have no say in it i love it so but anyway 
I'm going to so, have to look into that, man, for sure. That is so awesome, dude. Yeah, check I it out. It. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to promote your music everywhere I go. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to um, just the next thing. What is what is that next thing? What what's you know what's give us a little bit of insight and in, you know what's Blind Joe thinking of next? I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be making my own music, man. So I got a I got myself a MacBook and uh, and a, oh good uh, I like it like you already <laughs> yeah and I got I got an audio interface and I've got a bunch of guitars around here and a microphone and an isolation booth and so. I'm going to just really uh, be concentrating on software and learning to produce my own music so I can kind of get it out in my own time whenever I want to. And uh, other than that, just going to be hitting the road. We're going to be doing a lot of rallies um, and uh, and a lot of touring starting probably in April. Uh, so awesome. that's that's it, man. I mean, as long as I can stay on the road, that's where you'll find me. So if anybody wants to know where we're going to be or you want to hear the new songs or check out my social media, everything is over at blindjoe.com can head on over there. And uh, by the way, I have uh, that other song that I forgot was a song called Hello Hunting. It's a good uh, North Dakota. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, that's that's the one I forgot. I talked about deers and dogs and that, and, you know, the wife. Yeah. Got about the hunting, you know. I, I forgot about it too. So, so don't feel bad. But that's all. It's all up there, man. You can, uh, you can stream. Uh, I think there are previews of the songs. And yeah. Social media is up there. We have I Will Not Comply merchandise. There's a link to that you can click on. Oh, so. yeah. I already seen it. I'm oh. going to get it. I'm getting it. I'm walking around everywhere with it. Trust me. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, man. Well, thank uh, you. Man. Here's Wait. what I'm going to do for you. Other than I'm, I'm throwing this everywhere I can throw it, this podcast and everything. But I'm also going to do this. I'm going to send you a CD of my brother. He, he was in mountains, uh, Mountain View, Mountain Home, Mountain View area in Arkansas. And yeah. this kid, this kid never read a note of music in his life. He really? played any, anything that had strings on it. He was absolutely awesome. amazing. I love He had like, epilepsy really music. bad. Yep. He had yeah. epilepsy really bad and it oh really got to him and he committed suicide in 2000. But he was going up that road. Absolutely amazing kid. They actually took him to Nashville to record. And he really? just, he, yeah, it was, it was overpowering him. He's just too much for him to handle. And he just had too many seizures. So he had to come back home, but right. I'm going to send you a CD of my brother just so uh, that you can listen to those wow. strings and the talent that he had. And I, would, I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to hear it, dude. That's so awesome. And I'm sorry for your loss. No, not, not a problem. We, I know where he's at. That's yeah. He, he, he knew, he knew Jesus before he left. So good, any good. last words, anything you want to tell this, the great patriots of this nation? I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for anybody out there who hasn't backed down, who's stood up and stood strong and said no and stuck to their guns, uh, both figuratively and uh, literally. And uh, just, just thank you, man. Thank you for being a great, wonderful, red-blooded American human being. We need more of you out there. And uh, absolutely, just glad to be a part of this uh, wonderful community that you got going. But thank you so much yep. for letting me in, brother. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: you're coming back. You ain't getting away. I mean, you're, I'm gonna follow you and going along, and we'll bring you back. And you know what? You know, exciting things in your life. Would love to talk about that. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we, that I can do for you? You just let me know. You got my email address. You know where my my website is and everything. And I will send, seriously, I will send my contact, my, my address, my phone number, all of that 
uh, I'll email it to you at your email and that way you'll yes, have it. Please, and, please do, man. Know. And I send you my stuff likewise. And that way we can stay connected, man. It's really yeah, great. Man. And you get on the road and you just want to talk to somebody, you pick that phone up and you call the gunny. I'll I guarantee you, I'll, I'll be there, man. <laughs> for sure. God bless you, gunny. Take care, man. Thanks again for having me. You bet. God bless you. You take care. Talk to you later. See ya.